0: This is an SBS radio podcast, Settlement Guide, information, issues and stories about living in Australia.
1: We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands where this podcast episode was produced. We pay our respects to the Cameregal people and their elders past and present. We also acknowledge the traditional owners from all the lands you're listening from today and celebrate their connection to country. Hi there, g'day, and welcome to this episode of The Settlement Guide, a series where we help you navigate life in Australia. Whether you arrived today, have been living here for years, whether you were born in Australia, or you're planning to move here shortly, this series is for you. My name is Claudiana Blanco, and I came to live in Sydney more than a decade ago, and I'm still learning about life down under every day. Today, we will explore the importance of antenatal care during pregnancy,
0: and we'll discuss how and when to access it in Australia. We know that migrant women access antenatal care at a much later point and have a higher rate of, so gestational diabetes, preeclampsia, and also higher rates of stillbirth. So if there are any issues throughout the pregnancy, the earlier that condition or risk of that condition is picked up, the earlier you can take preventative action. The latest
1: statistics show that in Australia, just over three-quarters of women attended antenatal care within the first 14 weeks of pregnancy. Those who are less likely to seek care in the first three months include women born overseas and younger women. Health practitioners say that starting antenatal checkups early in the pregnancy can make a significant difference. So, why is it important? Let's get started. Dr. Adele Murdolo is the Executive Director at the Multicultural Centre for Women's Health in Melbourne. She says antenatal care aims to improve health and prevent disease for both the
0: pregnant woman and her baby. Seeing your health practitioner at a really early point, so booking in early as soon as you find out about your pregnancy, and then having those regular appointments, because Antenatal care helps that health practitioner pick up whether there are any signs of any problems during the pregnancy down the track.
1: According to data published by the Australian Institute of Health and Welfare in 2019, 55% of women attended antenatal care within the first 10 weeks of pregnancy. Migrant women were one of the four groups identified as less likely to have an antenatal visit in the first trimester. Dr. Murdolo explains.
0: We know that migrant women access antenatal care at a much later point than other non-migrant women. And the Australian government recommends that women have their first antenatal care appointment within the 10-week period. But we know that even after 20 weeks, there is 20% of migrant women who haven't accessed antenatal care. That's the figures for across Australia. But when you look at some particular areas where there's more socioeconomic disadvantage, the rates are even lower. And we also know that there are groups of migrant women who actually don't get any care Dr.
1: Murdolo says regular screening can detect and prevent early
0: complications. There are some conditions that migrant and refugee women have a higher rate of, so gestational diabetes, preeclampsia, and also higher rates of stillbirth. So if there are any issues throughout the pregnancy, most often the earlier that condition or risk of that condition is picked up, the earlier you can take preventative action yourself, or the health practitioner can put in place some really good supports for the later pregnancy and also for the birth to prevent problems not only during the pregnancy but at the birthing stage
1: as well. Amanda Henry is an Associate Professor in Obstetrics and Gynecology at UNSW and an Obstetrician at St George Public Hospital and the Royal Hospital for Women in Sydney. She says it is recommended that the first pregnancy visit be within the first 10 weeks of pregnancy and not after the 14th week.
2: The tests that we do, um, routine sort of tests in pregnancy, I guess fall into three main categories. There's sort of the the ultrasound, there's sort of blood and urine type tests, and then there's other tests such as um, cervical screening, checking the blood pressure, um, checking on mental health
1: Professor Henry says the first appointment is a consultation with a general practitioner, also known as a GP.
2: When a woman first finds out she's pregnant, most often I think she'll go to her GP to get that confirmed. And then at that time, the GP would usually do an initial assessment, including the woman's blood pressure and checking whether she's got any major health conditions that might affect the pregnancy. And then the GP would usually order some blood and urine testing.
1: The GP would then discuss the public and private health care options with the woman. In terms of ultrasounds, Professor Henry says the only ultrasound that the Australian Pregnancy Care Guidelines recommends is the 18 to 20-week ultrasound – However, many women may also have a dating scan.
2: So the very early scan, the dating scan, really the sorts of things you're going to be picking up are If, for example, the pregnancy is not progressing, so if unfortunately it is a miscarriage but just hasn't sort of started yet, and then the other major thing that you could pick up with an early scan is if the pregnancy is in the wrong place, so not inside the uterus, what's called an ectopic pregnancy.
1: The next scan that many women have is one at about 11 to 13 weeks of pregnancy, Professor Henry says this scan comes under different names, the Neutral Translucency Scan, the First Trimester Screening Scan, or the Early Anatomy Scan.
2: The overall purpose of that ultrasound is to screen for potential chromosome problems, uh, in particular Down syndrome, and also to have an early look at the main structures of baby, like the very early brain development, kidneys, very early heart development. So I guess a, a kind of ahead of time look of lots of things that have been looked at in more detail at the 18 to 20 week scan.
1: Professor Henry says the morphology scan examines the baby's overall structure at 18 to 20 weeks into the pregnancy.
2: Then the 18 to 20 week scan but Everybody is recommended to have in terms of checking for any major obvious physical problems with the baby and checking that the placenta is out of the way, isn't going to cause problems when it gets to the birth. And often also the length of the cervix will be checked at that 18 to 20-week scan as well.
1: On average, only around 50 to 65% of all structural abnormalities in the baby would be picked up at the 20-week scan, Professor Henry explains.
2: There are some things that almost 100% of the time we would pick it up. For example, spina bifida and some major sort of kidney issues. But some other issues such as more minor heart problems can be missed and various skeletal problems with baby's skeleton may actually not become obvious until later in the pregnancy.
1: According to Professor Henry, there's not a single test or even a combination of tests that can provide 100% assurance that the baby will be healthy. However, good antenatal care can help detect and prevent early complications or even
0: prevent stillbirth in some cases – Dr. Murdolo explains. There is a certain percentage of stillbirth that can be prevented by very simple things that mums can do, that health practitioners can do at an early point. So it's very, very important to raise this issue during pregnancy.
1: Dr. Murdolo recommends that women book that first appointment with their GP as soon as they find out they are pregnant, as there can be a waiting period. She says women who do not speak English often are not aware
0: that they can have an interpreter during their antenatal care. That's not often understood and it's also difficult because sometimes a woman's booked in for an appointment and it's hard for the health practitioner to get that interpreter at that appointment. And with antenatal care, it's not really good to delay. So I think that conversation with the person providing the antenatal care about the important need for an interpreter can help them book in that interpreter early. Thanks for listening to
1: this episode of The Settlement Guide. This podcast was hosted by me, Claudiana Blanco, produced by Chiara Pazzano and edited by Rosa Girmian. Bye for now.